0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of four The Love of Cinema, where our motto is: we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 276, broken up into two parts, A and B. B. Thank you. 276A posting on five three will be a discussion on the unbearable weight of massive talent. And two hundred and seventy six B posting on five six. Sorry, five three is the first one. A five-six will be B. That's a discussion on the Northman. Uh, a very gritty revenge Viking movie. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. Joining me as does every week is my co-host, Roger Viking Stillion. And mm-hmm. our permaguest, our lovely permaguest, okay. Chris, you're going to like this one, Nick Cage Bond. Okay, no. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take that. Cool. <laughs> well, of the two of you, Chris has the Viking beard more often than you do, Roger, but I feel like That's Roger would be a pretty fearsome Viking. Maybe I'm wrong
1: about that, but... Roger's got the beard all the time. Well, uh, Roger's, I, I...
0: Roger's got the hello darkness, my old friend kind of mentality. <laughs>
1: no no i like that (laughs)
2: also my beard hasn't left my face in three years thank you
0: there you go there you go so that's just that was my reasoning behind that but how are you guys this week how are things my friends
2: good good we got a couple of wild movies to talk about this week. yeah we do very
1: different but yeah differently wild right
2: uh yeah (laughs) but but
0: it's 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 a it's a rare week we have two just pretty decent movies to talk
2: about you know it's not you don't get that very often
1: Pretty decent I, movies, I, I wanna, and, I, I wanna, and they're not doing too well. Like, yeah, I want to disclose something. When I
2: like 15 minutes in the Northman, I was just like, I don't know what's going on here. And then by the end, I was like, Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> Dude, that, brother. How,
0: how that movie ends? I don't. I'm not going to talk about it right now. But man, let me tell you that movie don't escalated. I, I got,
2: I have jokes like lined up for how awesome that movie ends.
0: You think uh, George Lucas is pissed off about that
2: ending? No.
0: Okay, great. Um, yeah, no, that movie is crazy, but man, that movie is exactly what I wanted out of that. Is it didn't? It was extremely, you know, it really put you in what what was like nine seventy two A.D. Viking lands. Yeah,
1: I mean, that, I mean, that, that movie was something else.
0: Yeah, it really was. <laughs> <husband>. Yes,
1: good. <laughs>
0: All right, gentlemen. Um, oh yeah, so I'm back. Um, I'm back in Pittsburgh for my own reasons. I took a movie in reasons. No, I. You know, my mom's never in the best of health, so oh, geez, I, wanted take, I wanted to take I want to take the opportunity to, to do that. But I'll be I'll be here for um, a little while. But uh, I'll be uh, hopping on a Netflix film shortly in Pittsburgh. So He's gonna sit in your but... chair
2: again, Chris.
1: No, not allowed. Have <laughs> my chair.
0: Well, you can have the chair. I just want the spot. <laughs>
2: The chairs are identical. It's the spot that's different.
0: <laughs>
2: mm. So, what else is
0: going on, guys? Anything else?
2: Uh, I'm going to rewatch Spider Man in glorious 4K before I watch Doctor Strange. Uh, I got to watch
1: Doctor Strange again, and then I got to watch Spider Man again. Yeah, I got to no, watch. See-
2: so, I have it lined up for my brain. I'm going to watch Doctor Strange, then I'm going to watch Spider Man: No Way Home, and then I'm going to watch Doctor Strange Two.
0: See, I was just Chris's comment. I was just going to say. The, watching them like watching <clears throat> for instance when we get thor <clears throat> it's, it's it's no longer just watching the previous thor movie you have to watch like two or three of the marvel movies that yep. led up to this yeah, movie. yeah. So,
2: i think i think honestly you could probably skip watching the original doctor strange at this point i'm just going to do it for myself but definitely have to go because it's going it's picking up right after spider-man as far as i can tell so
0: i, I actually think i actually think that um I actually think that the, the Spider-Man No Way Home is more important than the original Doctor Strange for yeah. the sequel.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I can agree with that. with that. But I'm doing it for my own personal to get back into that realm. Even though I did just finish the what-ifs for the second time, and we get one of the craziest versions of Doctor Strange ever in those.
0: <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's I'm excited. I think we just had a little discussion about this before we started recording about. It's been a pretty tame release schedule, and 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 I, I'll admit the movies. I'm glad that the bad guys ha- has done well for itself in the box office. I I expected a little more from the Nick Cage movie. I expected a little more from the Northman, although I don't know why I expect more from Northman because it's not that's it's a really for kind for of buddy. A, no, it's not even close to every for everybody. Um, which is I'd like to know uh, the but Roger, you're the official budget checker. So now before we talk mm-hmm. about Northman, let's that's on the second episode, but. See if you can grab the budget. I, I don't think it's too high, but I can't no, imagine. No, I'll run
2: it when we get ready to talk about it, but sure. Or are you yeah, want me to do it right yeah.
0: now? No, no, no. I just, when we get ready to talk about it. Okay. Um, also the, but um, yeah. So we have a really fun movie to talk about. Before we do that, let's get into the other things. All right, gentlemen. This is episode 276 of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema it was poached each and every Tuesday and Friday at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, Eastern every week, we start with the box office curtain upcoming releases, what streaming trailers and movies of the week. Without further ado, let's jump yeah, into the box office. There's not any surprises here. It hasn't really changed much from last week. Number one, no, still goes to, identical. Yeah. Number one still goes to the bad guys. 16.2 million domestic, bringing in a worldwide total of 119. And just as a note, we are recording this on Monday night instead of Sunday. So it might be off, you know, a couple hundred thousand, maybe, maybe a million, but it's almost the same. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, $11.5 million, bringing its worldwide total to a very respectable $323.7 million.
2: That's $14.5 <laughs> billion dollars for Sonic the Hedgehog.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a very good number. I, the studio must be – I can't imagine the studio ever thought they were going to get the box office they did for the first and second Sonic. No way, but I'm so sure they're very happy.
2: Who's pumped for Sonic 3? This guy. I mean, yeah,
0: we're right. definitely going to get that within the next two, two or three years, definitely. Number three, Fantastic Beasts and the Secrets of Dumbledore. It's done a little better for itself, though not not domestically, which is only 8.3 million for this week. But the worldwide total is up to 332. And last week we talked about it. It wasn't even. It was what, like 270, maybe 260. Yes,
2: you remember that? It's doing okay.
0: So it's 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 coasting. So I think also we what we were talking about before we started recording is the lackluster of releases. Is that might actually help this movie? Is some people might say, Oh, nothing out. I'll go watch it. I saw the other two. Might as well watch it. Sure. So, I do think, though,
2: like a movie like Doctor Strange will swallow up that kind of audience. You know? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, that'll, it, it is the same audience. I mean, shooting for the same people. Well, a similar so.
2: audience, anyway. But yeah, yeah close enough that would we'll just yeah. swallow up everything. I mean, well, Doctor I Strange know. is going to be number one next week. Where number two ends up past that, who knows? But again, like, I wouldn't be surprised if a movie like The Bad Guy still comes in with a strong, like, possibly even higher than the $16 million that it had this week. Because there'll be more people at the movie theater in general next week. So don't be super surprised by something like that. But just expect Doctor Strange to cruise in at, you know, a solid, you know, $200-plus hundred plus million opening.
0: Well, also, this is, like, prom season, and... You know, people aren't quite out of school yet. Once, once school is out in the next month or two, I mean, the the movie, the the box office will be a lot better. I I hope, anyway. But um, the Northman number four, a very disappointing six point four million, bringing in a worldwide of forty one point nine. I have a feeling that after having seen that movie, that's better than forty one point nine million dollars with a worldwide box office. I'm a little disappointed in that, but
1: yeah, I, I think I agree with that.
2: An incredible amount of ownage in that movie. <laughs> yeah, ownage is
1: a good way to put it. Yes. <laughs> Movie's then, hard to watch sometimes.
2: Oh,
0: you're not kidding. Oh, my
2: goodness. But it well, is well, I,
1: very well, much a revenge we'll get story. Into that, though. Oh, yeah, it is. All right. Number I five.
0: Think it's a love story. Yes, That's right. Thank you, thank you, Roger. I just gave you the Hello Darkness, My Old Friend, and you want to talk about love stories now. Okay. Number five. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. 5.5 million, bring its worldwide total to 38 million. Now think about that for one second. Everything everywhere all at once wasn't really advertised. The Northman, mm-hmm. so advertised. justed advertised. Just did three, to $3 million more. That's all it did. So a handful of nickels. <laughs> so that's, there's your top five. Expect after Multiverse of Madness comes out next, you know, it starts opening the big cities. I'm sure Wednesday it'll start trickling out until Friday. And then expect a massive box office for that one. But that one will be huge.
2: We got a guess box it's... office for that one or no? I think All right. 20, it's going to be 200
0: Let's Okay, okay. Well, you want to do closer without going over?
2: Price is right rules. Mm. All right, okay. Let's see here. Hold on. Let me verify a couple things. I want to see where Spider-Man and Avengers last checked out. We'll no, circle back no. to no. this.
0: All right, okay. We'll circle back to this before we hop into the movies. But All right, let's get into... It's going to do upcoming releases, of course. So, nothing really crazy. Uh, this past Friday brought us "Memory," the Liam Neeson movie, and a bunch of movies that came out in very, excuse me, very limited release in theaters. And then, of course, May sixth, a big bombshell hits "Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness." May thirteenth, we get the Stephen King adaptation of "Firestarter." The then we second have time. That oh, sorry, yes, the second time. And May twentieth, "The Downton Abbey: A New Era." Which I'm sure you've now seen the trailer for. Hell May, yeah. May May twenty seventh, Bob's Burgers movie, which I still think is gonna bomb, and Top Gun, which I don't think I gotta be honest with you guys. I, I've been doing some real thing about this movie and it's kind of its place now. Is like I don't think let me ask you this what at what age do you think like this age and under, do kids just not care about Top Gun?
1: No one cares uh... about Top Gun, so except for people that are our age and older.
2: Yeah, in all honesty, like I'm at the very end of people that should be caring about Top Gun, and I'm slightly older than both of you,
1: so yeah. Well, and, and I'll and I'll say that with confidence because I don't care about Top Gun.
0: Well, it's a cool. I mean, it's going to be cool. It's <laughs> Boo just this man.
1: I've never I've never seen Top Gun, so
0: dude, man, oh, dude, dude
1: <laughs> yes. you gotta
0: you gotta watch Top Gun, man. Uh, uh, Frank and Penelope, June third, and Watcher... Hello. Um, June tenth, Jurassic Park: A Dominion. Sorry, Jurassic World. I keep saying Jurassic Park, Jurassic World: What's Dominion.
1: The it's the same thing, right? June seventeenth,
0: <laughs> Pixar's Lightyear, which will do box office. Yeah, tons of money. June twenty fourth, The Black Phone and Elvis. Well, those are two different. Those two. Different wow. Issues. June 29th, which is a Wednesday. Wednesday's Shotgun Wedding on Amazon, and then the first brings us Minions: The Rise of Gru, and the that'll 8th, be a
2: big, big movie too.
0: The eighth, which is. Thor: Love and Thunder also a big movie, but so let's talk about one thing for one second. The Mario movie got pushed back
2: all the way until 2023.
0: 2023. Yeah, 2023. Yep. So any 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 inklings as to why? I I heard someone in visual effects as he was leaving. I talked to him. He told me his his theory. Then so it I want to. It's just the movies. It's not where they want it to be. Yeah. Well. Remember, we had I mean, that bet that I might win this bet now.
2: No, you won't. You don't think I will? If this movie's a dumpster fire, it still clears a ton of money. Yeah, okay, okay. True.
0: Okay, fair enough. I just I don't I don't know how much it has to do with I don't know how much a studio again, Chris, going back to your what your comment a few weeks ago of Halo coming out to not even a wet fart, just nothing. Like no yep. one talked about it. How worried are they? Like, oh no. What if someone says, "I don't want to ruin another movie icon. Halo is awful. I don't want to watch so, Mario movie."
1: So the, the only reason why I'll why I'll I'll counter that instead of agreeing with that is because you have two very different like franchises in those. But the success of Sonic and how you know how well it's been received at, for like for like you know moviegoers of all ages. That, alongside with how bad the last Mario movie was. With and Nintendo's very much on brand. Don't sell your stuff. They're they're worse than Disney on it. Like you know, like you're not able to touch their stuff unless it's going to be perfect.
2: No, so they don't even, do, like, even like you to stream their stuff.
1: Yeah, like I, I I believe wholly that with the success of Sonic and how well it's been received, one and especially two at, at this time around, that they they're pushing Mario for quality because Nintendo's going to keep saying no until they believe it's perfect. This, this movie might get delayed two or three more times. I wouldn't be shocked if that happened and it's all... And then they say it's for quality. I guarantee you that is, that is what's going to happen if this thing gets delayed more. It's not You're because kind of just, it looks just bad. Just remember
2: when they delayed Sonic, it was for the better.
1: For the much better. Like- <laughs> they delayed Sonic because of the outrage. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Well, so the counterpoint to that is, too, is we haven't seen... Any kind of teaser or anything for Mario yet? So, I if almost you're going to de- to... Well, if you're going to delay it,
1: mm-hmm. this is
2: the time to do it. Yeah. Because yeah. you haven't seen something and been like, oh, yeah, it's coming yeah, in true. six months.
1: No, I can't.
2: It's, it's just not done yet. I mean, think about how many times did they uh, they uh, delay How to Train Your Dragon 2. Oh, yeah. And that turned out to be one of the greatest movies ever made. Mm-hmm. So, I just,
1: I, I I can't imagine like the way they do the CGI for this. To mm-hmm. look any different than like the current 3D rendering of Mario, you know how oh, dude, if is it is now. If
2: it's not me playing like Super Mario 3D World on my Switch,
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Like, 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 I don't know how they can get away with it being any other way. But I mean, well, we'll wait till we see like the first concept uh, stuff. But
2: just remember too, it is Illumination Studios. They do know what they're doing. You know, they True. do all the True. Minions movies. Yeah. They did, um, they did the Grinch movie, which the Grinch movie is not very good, but damn, it looks good. You know what they I
1: have, mean? they so. definitely have a. They definitely have the softer animation style that that befits the current way that Mario is done on the Switch and stuff. So, <laughs> Gritty yeah, and cel
2: shaded. That's how I want my Mario.
1: <laughs> it needs to be just Borderlands style.
2: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Running around with a shotgun and a mask.
1: I mean, uh, I'd watch things,
2: it. I hear we might be getting a Borderlands trailer soon. Maybe on yes. Doctor Strange.
1: So Do you know also, that'd be that'd be, the tra- know. Th- that'd be the movie to put it on though, right? It would.
2: It absolutely
1: would.
0: I think I saw that um the Avatar 2 trailer is going to be on Doctor Strange as well.
1: I, I don't too. believe that until it happens.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, so well, I do kind of believe it because they released the first actual production stuff from it, finally yeah. been like, "Hey, this is a real movie that got made." <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, okay, 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 I,
0: okay i i know you guys are laughing but this last so the last week i i powered through some james cameron movies while i was working on my other i listened to them like like people listen to music and we forget that like james cameron is one of the best storytellers hollywood's ever had Did so we let's forget, not
2: i mean because you constantly remind us yeah, well no.
0: but i'm just saying <laughs> chris chris it's, it's almost a joke in itself now that chris like i don't believe it until it comes out i don't believe it it's, i understand it's been a lot of years since avatar but i mean we forget that james cameron's metal is proven and he doesn't need anyone to he doesn't need any naysayers because like he's he's given us some of the best movies that have ever been put on the big screen and in, in certain genres
1: didn't people used to say the same thing about m night Shyamalan? Fair point, I guess. <laughs> Just saying.
2: I would I mean, never that's, put that's those two. That's kind of them. a low blow at James Cameron for deceiving Yeah, no, I was going to say, I
0: would never put, I would Isn't never, it? ever, ever put those two. Well, because because as funny whoa, 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 whoa. as I
2: would like to dig into Grayson on this one, those aren't in the same realm. Well, but, okay, fine. How,
1: how's the Terminator
0: Well, no, no, but but Chris is right, though. They, after, after, wait, it was Sixth Sense, um, after Sixth Sense and Unbreakable, they were calling him the New Age Hitchcock. Do you remember that?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, so, I mean, they, look, that's high.
0: That's high praise, man. Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, that might be the highest praise that a film, a young director, could ever get. Is is the new age Hitchcock? Well, so, just remember, uh, then
2: he had then he had a streak of absolute dog shit, and has finally swung stuff back his way. So good for him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, well, I mean, he he had that weird old movie that we had to watch. See, oh, that I was didn't, very. I odd. didn't hate that movie. Though. I didn't hate it, but it was fucking weird. Oh yeah, it's fucking. Weird. Well,
0: <laughs> weird isn't weird isn't isn't bad. always bad. Okay, so point case in point, I just had a conversation this week. Actually, this weekend actually was someone who who said, we start off our conversation. I literally heard this person across the across the AMC lobby. He's like, I understand that people like Hereditary and Midsummer. I fucking hate them. Like, I don't know who you are, but we have to be friends right now because I feel mm-hmm. the same way about those two movies. And we ended up talking for like 10 minutes about how we hate those two movies, but we understand why people like them. And to me, that's the same way. It's the same thing is they're okay. I just didn't like it. You know, it's it's like it was just to me, it was weird enough that it's just it checked all my boxes for I don't like this movie. You know, I mean, is that why you didn't
1: like old? You just thought it was just odd. Well, I mean, I mean, if you want to find out our true thoughts about old, you can listen to our episode of the podcast. Hey, ho. but um, it's just one of those things where like I I get what he was going for. You just. The movie was a little disjointed and a lot weird. So, I mean, it was different though for a while until it was a weird island thing people drinking blood and shit, but whatever. It went went some weird directions,
0: it did. It did. (laughs) (laughs) Like the
1: story was cooler before like you found out about the lab spoilers.
0: With which, which like most M. Night Shyamalan movies have a very simple and disappointing like shtick behind the whole thing, you know, it's just, oh well. But yeah, so, I mean, that's, so, back to Avatar two. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him praise until I reason not to. The First Avatar wasn't strong, but it still is a technical marvel. So it was. Can't take, for the can't take that away from him. But um, okay. So. I mean, listen.
2: I I, I don't want to bash on this anymore. But if we get the same visuals from 2008 now, I'm gonna be no. really disappointed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's no way that happens there's no, no way. no i don't think they probably, no really, they probably well, don't have the right, same listen, engine anymore
2: i hope not but listen uh, if it does if it people, does
1: people love this so much in 2008 we can't stray from it like it's almost like they're too afraid to go away from the formula because it made money like kind of that yeah. kind of thing yeah that'd be tough i can't see him making that mistake though there's no, no way that disconnected
2: it better look fucking awesome and it better be decent because that's, all, that's also that's, the other side of it. It could look visually stunning, and be like this movie stinks.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's all it's going to accomplish, though, right? You well, know is just not be dog crap and look amazing. All,
2: all jokes aside, the story behind Avatar wasn't exactly original. So it's not. <laughs> it's not I mean, it's Pocahontas. So yeah, yeah. it's it just is what it is. But Yeah, it's just like, ah, be good, look good. good. That's all we need. Right, right. If, right, if it's on. even real. All right, let's move on to what streaming, where today
0: we have, we're have we going to talk about James Cameron in a minute. But number one, and I know Ooh. everyone, people tend to really love this movie. I've not heard anyone say they hate it. The Boondock Saints by director no, okay. Troy everyone Duffy. That movie, right? this, is, this, is, this is all streaming on it's Amazon. The second one is not so good. No. no. Not so good. No. <laughs> but uh, what's streaming this week? Take a look at Amazon and The Boondock Saints, directed by director Troy Duffy, Willem Dafoe, Sean Patrick Flannery, Norman Reedus, before he was on Walking Dead fame. 1999, That's if you have Amazon, that's available with your subscription. And an oldie but a goodie. And I'm you know, I've been nostalgic for Robin Williams lately. Good morning Vietnam. Good morning, hmm. Vietnam. By director Barry Levinson, Robin Williams, Forrest Whitaker, nineteen eighty-seven. That's a good movie. If you haven't seen that in a while, it's on Amazon. You should definitely check that one out. If nothing else, in the see just Robin Williams being Robin Williams in his prime. I
1: still watch Patch That's Adams it. right now and then. I like that movie.
0: Oh, but yeah, Patch Adams is a lot of fun. That was that was ninety, what like early nineties, 90s, mid nineties ish. I wouldn't say yeah. fun though. No, all right. <laughs> and of good. course, and of course on Amazon, The Terminator by director James Cameron, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Linda Hamilton, Michael Bean, Lance Henriksen, Paul Winfield, nineteen eighty four. We just talked about it. Boy, that is... Man, you... If you're one of those people that says you can do better than Terminator and Terminator 2, you're lying. Because you just can't. Never, those those never movies are so them. strong. The movies are so strong narratively that you just... I just don't believe it. I mean, I, you better bring your A game to the table and buy your A game. And you, you, you better bring some 12s on a 10 scale because those are 10s. Both of them are just as good as movies get. So, but that's available on And I want to have a discussion one day, boys, on do bad sequels ruin great predecessors. Yes. You think so? I don't think as much as I want
1: to say it does, but they have the potential. They have the potential to. Fair, okay.
0: But those are available on Amazon, Boondocks Saints, Good Morning Vietnam, Terminator all available for your viewing pleasure if you have Amazon. And let's talk about some trailers. Roger, you're very excited about Chippendale. Tell us about it.
2: Hell yeah. Chippendale Rescue Rangers coming to a movie to Disney Plus. Super pumped up about this because it's like live action and animation and CGI animation all combined together. You know yes. what we just
0: had in that? Tom and Jerry.
2: Yeah, but Tom and Jerry stinks. But this movie true. could stink. Yeah, but this movie's not a theatrical release. Well, so if, if it it's goes true. To Disney Plus and stinks, who cares? That's true, yeah. but it does it does have just the very just by watching the trailer though, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near that.
0: It does have the very ill-fated Seth Rogen in it too, who's been ill-fated. Well, he doesn't he doesn't have the best image right now. I'm just saying. Hmm. So, I mean, I don't I don't know if that does anything bad for the movie. I just I know that some people really dislike him, so
2: <laughs>
0: he's in it I th- anyway. So, yeah, but I I think this movie looks super interesting. I love the fact that they start. I mean, it's not really a trailer-trailer. It's more of like a... I don't know what you'd call it, Roger. What would you call this? Because it starts with like giving you kind of a, a very small amount of history on Chip and Dale. Like in the 80s and 90s, they were everywhere. It shows you they were on I like... I think
2: technically you're supposed to look at it as like a continuance.
0: I think so. Hmm. It's a continuance. It's like bringing it from... From past to present, and then but like, I do like current. the
2: whole like E Hollywood true story. You know, like thirty years ago, they were at the top of the world. Now they're <laughs> just a couple of schlubs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it
0: it shows you like you know cereal boxes, video games, you know Sega Genesis, SNES, NES games, and then it, yeah, it just. But I I like I like the idea of bringing it to a whole new generation because I mean outside of just knowing things because you hear about them, I don't think kids know who Chip and Dale are anymore. I I. Was probably a little young for Chippendale
1: myself, I Chris. You not. were definitely too young. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't really have any experience watching Chippendale.
0: Yeah, I, I ba- I was on the cusp. I barely, but Roger, you did have experience with Chippendale growing up.
2: You know how awesome the onage was in Northman, tenfold yeah. in Chippendale's <laughs> rescue rangers. <laughs> it's just a bloodbath. <laughs> it's funny. I was talking about this. maybe, with- I may have misremembered. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was talking about this trailer with someone, and um, he's like, your buddy Roger would agree with a, a gritty reboot where Chip is an alcoholic, and, and then and Dale is someone who beats his
1: wife. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. It would be Dale that would be a cokehead. <laughs> I mean, th- that's an accurate possibility.
2: I mean, so, there's, there's fun, fun facts reboot. about the Rescue Rangers is Chip is supposed to be Indiana Jones, hence his little hat and his little jacket, and the reason that Dale wears the Hawaiian shirt is because he's supposed to be Magnum P.I. Did you know that? That's incredible. I only didn't you, but that's a cool you, little factoid. No, no, not,
0: not only I'm, me. No, I'm sure that was a very well known fact when they were popular. Okay, yeah. Because, okay, that, you know, well,
2: I mean, listen, rewind 30 years ago. <laughs> that was a thing.
0: I remember the theme so. song to the cartoon, chip and yeah. death, Rescue Rain. I remember that. I just don't remember yep. much else about that's happening it. But right now, I'm so. Sorry. And
2: Roger Rabbit is in this movie, so there's that. I saw
0: that. Yeah, that's very interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one only because I'm just, I'm curious to see how they're trying to bring it, make it relevant again. You have to make it relevant before you can. You have to find a way to make it relevant before it's going to stick with people. So.
2: I mean, listen, I'm. The real reason I'm actually excited about this, besides I think *Rust* was cool from when I was little, is the group behind it. It's the *Lonely Island* guys that did this. So if you've watched any of their movies, like they're really funny and like smart funny. Now, listen, it's not going to be rated R, obviously, because it's on Disney Plus. But like, this gives me hope that it'll be very well written. So there's that.
0: Yeah, that's that's certainly possible, and I certainly hope it is. Um, but I mean, again. Tom and Jerry is very recent in my mind for movies like this. And that one was a stinker. Like that was like a two. And I think, you know, I think one of us even gave it, I think you even gave it a one Roger. Yes, I did. So, I mean, that's not too far in our distant memory. All right. Let's talk about night sky with JK Simmons. It's a, it's an Amazon series. What do you guys think?
2: Um, I mean it looks interesting, you know, with this weird portal to another planet or whatever it is. So, we'll see how it plays out. Somebody ends up back inside the portal too. So, it's
0: uh JK Simmons in what? Sissy Spacek? Yeah. In this and it's good. I haven't seen her in anything for a while, so I'm glad to see her again. And I love JK Simmons. Like JK Simmons to me can do absolutely no wrong. Yes. So, I'm all about what whatever he's into, I am all about it. That's awesome. But it's it looks to be this kind of a kind of a thriller series um it's got some of course some fantastical elements to it some aliens some there might be a portal to another dimension and it's kind of like a twilight zone feeling to it but i'm i i This looks like it could be something i could get into chris you may even get into this too i mean you're if you're you're a sci-fi guy
1: i mean i you know just hearing about it makes me you know, curious about it. i didn't get a chance to watch the full trailer yet but no i do i mean it sounds like it could be up my alley
0: you know, I I wonder about some of these new shows that are debuting and I wonder if they care about Game of Thrones coming out in August. Mm. Nah, maybe maybe not. No? Okay. Well, I mean, just, that has the potential to gobble up everything and just you know, I mean, that has really has the potential of just destroying everything's viewership for a few weeks. So, we'll see. It may. All right, let's talk about good luck to you, Leo Grand. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, um, it's about Emma Thompson just getting nailed by some young dude. So there's wow. that. Hold on, hold on, hold on now it's it's Emma
0: Thompson and Dale McCormick as Leo Grand. Um, I'll read you the IMDb. It's follows Nancy Stokes, not 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 Nancy Strokes, which I almost read, but Nancy Stokes.
2: Oh, um, crap. <laughs> it should be called Emma Thompson Adventures in Boning. Like, oh, yeah, this? sure. A
0: yeah. 55-year-old widow who is yearning for some adventure, human connection, and some good, good sex.
2: Mm. I stand by what I said.
0: <laughs> so the trailer looks interesting. I mean, I bet this happens more often than we think it does. Uh, but it looks – I mean, it looks like it could be a very clever, funny thing. I mean, so it might be hilarious. But I'm all for it. if it's. It's very
2: British, so we'll see how it goes. I mean, mm. look,
0: what's our motto? We just hope it doesn't suck. Yes. I mean, if we're going to watch it, just hope it doesn't suck. I just hope it makes me laugh. And, you know, it just, it, I, I just, I'm excited. I like Emma Thompson a lot. So, mm. indeed. So, I'm excited for that one. I think more than you guys are. But I, I appreciate.
2: Um, I mean, if I watch it, it needs to be funny. So, that's, yeah, there you that's go. it. There you go. All right, gentlemen.
0: Let's jump into <clears throat> the movie we have been excited to talk about for weeks now. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yes. Let's get some particulars out of the way though, shall we? Alright, so this is an interesting one and I'll tell you why is because the Rotten Tomato score, you guys are gonna like this. It is the tomato meter and the audience score are both a very respectable eighty seven. Yeah, that's about so right. I think that's 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 some high marks, I think, from where where this movie could have been in the '40s or '30s or '20s. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say this could have been like a been like a critic, you know, forty audience score seventy kind of movie. On honestly, but I'm this could this, have been glad a glad ten in an audience
2: score of ten. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm sad this movie hasn't made more money.
2: I
0: am very sad because it deserves it, and that's what pisses me off the most. Is it's, it's 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 clever and it does all it makes a lot of right choices, which mm. I don't I, I don't think. That matters to a lot of people anymore when it comes to movies. But part of the discussion I want to have is why is it not making more money? Like, why? What are people not watching? Or what are people watching over this? Or not?
2: Why are people not
1: coming to this? I mean, is my question. I think I said it last week, but I'll, I'll reiterate my point when we come to it. All right. Uh, Nick I Cage. Do
2: think after watching this movie, this is a movie that will thrive on streaming.
1: So oh, I I absolutely I, oh, yeah.
2: thrive. 100%. Yeah.
0: It's also going to start like a whole like. Maybe five or six years, maybe ten years of of, you get an actor and then you find out what they were like. I could I could see a Tom Cruise movie like this, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like it's just someone who just kind of acts crazy back in the Scientology days.
1: This could Can't, be like oh, this could be like its own weird movie genre, couldn't it? Like just like bro, actors like, it's like Tropic the Thunder. Like, They've already done this. It kind of, it will, but it kind of isn't though, right? Because this is this is you know someone. I would go with Chris, it, it, almost it, it, breaking the fourth wall thunder. in a way, in its own kind of way, but like. Yeah like it you could take like a very interesting, you know, celebrity like figure, put them in this weird like zany story like, you know, of quote unquote of their life For real and life. make it in, make it into a weird fucking movie and get what we got here and it works really well. But this sure. is this But it is has to current, be good
2: though. That's the thing.
1: Agreed. This is but I was going to say this is the current like this is the current Nick Cage magic that you can get right now with how far his career's come, you know, his 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 understanding of, of where he is like in the public eye he, he knows he is uh, he knows his memes you know what i mean he's self aware he is th- th- that's what i was looking for he's very self aware of like where he's at right now and where he's come from and you even see that in the movie where like he flashbacks to his weird like younger self which is <laughs> Nick which, Cage. Do, which doesn't look quite right yeah. and they like, did it on purpose but yeah, like- <laughs> no i think i think it, i think it doesn't look out,
0: doesn't look right on purpose
1: i know i agree with that but it's like, you know, it, they even acknowledge that within the movie. The movie is very tongue-in-cheek. The movie is very self-aware. And they get away with a lot of, like, tropey stuff because they poke fun at it within its own... Because place. it's funny, yeah. Well, that yeah, yeah. And the fact that they bring it up themselves and poke fun at it kind of gives them a hall pass. Because otherwise we'd be, like, super eye rolling about it. But I don't know. I think the movie was good. And I think Nick Cage, this is, like, a perfect time for Nick Cage to put this out. I just don't think it was the perfect time for this movie, is why it isn't making the money.
0: But why I is think this perfect is Perfect in every way. Well, why? Why <laughs> isn't it a good time for it, though, Chris? That's what I am asking you. Like this is well, perfect, I, nothing's I, come I,
2: out. I think with Chris's thing, even though nothing's coming out. I saw this. Unfortunately, it's just not making any money. But this movie doesn't have an entirely huge budget either. It's only budgeted at thirty million dollars. Okay. So I don't know what they consider a big success for this because it hasn't heav- been heavily advertised. True on a lot of stuff that, you know, the mainstream stuff. I mean, listen, we're getting the full-on Doctor Strange blitz right now. Like, every channel, every sporting event, every single thing is this, this, this. Like, there was stuff about the Nick Cage uh, unbearable weight of massive talent a couple of weeks ago. There was a nice little push for it, but then it's just sort of gone. Yep. You know, just that sort of deal.
1: Yeah. No, like, uh, I think it's just where, I don't know, Nick Point, Nick point. Nick Cage. I don't want to say he's uh, he's he's a, he's irrelevant. He's not. He's still within the acting space, obviously, but he's just like he doesn't have the same movie moviegoer pull that he used to. He's he's, he's not he's the just biggest not. star
2: in the world anymore.
1: He's he's not. not. And you know the people that he's bringing in are his face off fans that are still like Nick Cage loyal and like you know a few of his weird offshoot stuff that people really respect. His recent following, <laughs> like the Croods, from- too. Yeah, or like well, I mean his his recent volume he's gained from like Pig like his like, like a very a very artistic role like Pig. those those things are the only people that are like coming to see this thing in theaters. Everyone else is gonna watch this on streaming. So it's just not it's just not the right decade for this movie. But Nick Cage is in the perfect place for this movie right now as an actor. So that's what I mean. like the time doesn't really line up for it. Or Nick I think Cage is in the perfect spot for it. His career isn't, unfortunately.
0: I think that's very well said, Chris. I think you probably hit the nail on the head. Uh, Let's jump into it. So Nick Cage plays Nick Cage and young Nick Cage. Yes. (laughs) Pedro Pascal is Javi Gutierrez. Neil Patrick Harris. Always love me some Neil Patrick Harris as Ted. Tiffany Haddish is Vivian. Lily Mosheen, a little girl, is Addie. And Ike Barinholtz. I love Ike Barinholtz. (laughs) I'll just get one thing out of the way right now. I love Ike Barinholtz. As Ray, and then Sharon- I'm a
2: 44 year old man. Why the fuck would I watch Cruises 2 I love that. That's I love that. The-
0: <laughs> I love that. Jesus, have you seen 2 too? goes no, I'm 44. I've seen Face Off and Con Air. <laughs> By the way, the movie I think brilliantly starts with Con Air. Yep, too, and that With his the, hair that, flowing
2: in the wind, <laughs> which is one of my, which is now one of my favorite gifts of all time. I just you you mean when, the gift
0: where He like he he like winks, he and the smiles, like, yeah, and his
2: yeah. hair flutters behind him. Yes, it's incredible.
0: I just watched that last week too on one of the streaming services. Con Air, I, to, I love to this get movie. pumped
2: up for this movie.
0: No, I just, I didn't know it was gonna be on it, but I just I like okay, I, we got that in the Cage movie. Called. I'm gonna watch Con Air. Man, that movie That movie is just pure late 90s, and I love it. I, that's my favorite time for movies is late night. Like, 100% my favorite time for movies. But uh, so, what I think is great is, you know, what movies do best is you have to set up in the first few minutes, which I think this movie does a great job of. So, we're seeing Con Air on TV, and we're seeing two teenagers watch it, and the guy's way more interested in, like, not the movie and the girl, but the girl's like, (laughs) girl. the girl's like, Nick fucking Cage. I love that guy. She's so into it.
2: I do love the callback to that at the end.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's great. I mean, that's, you know, you open and you close it with that. It's great. Um, And then, of course, this weird, I almost forgot, like, she gets like a, a kind of a violent home invasion right off the bat. <laughs> I'm laughing. Yeah, this this
2: movie hilariously starts with a home invasion.
0: <laughs> it does. And then and then like twenty minutes later you've completely forgotten about the home invasion part of this. Like it's yeah. that's there's no way that's in your mind at this point. If you're watching it the first time, no way. But Roger, tell us what the unbearable weight of massive talent's about.
2: So legitimately it's about a guy that invites Nick Cage to his birthday party and pays him a million dollars to get him a read a script, basically. And how they end up becoming like fast friends, and he decides he wants to make the movie with them. So they're like writing it together and figuring stuff out. All while Nick Cage gets recruited to work for the CIA to find this kidnapped politician's daughter, who is he's convinced is trapped on that island, and he's holding them, or he's being held hostage by his newfound friends. So it sounds crazy because it is crazy, but it all works. So you know, there's that. But it all works in like a weird because there is,
0: you know, I mean, I, I always think the people that the filmmakers put this in for me is, of course, Nick Cage in this in this you know this universe we're going to isolate as the massive the unbearable weight of massive talent is he's a broken guy, you know he's he's living somewhere where he owes six hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> he wants a role he didn't get and he made a fool of himself trying to get.
2: Would you you wife... is screaming at him the lines in the parking lot. <laughs>
0: Um, so he, cringy. the guy the guy's like okay this is me i'm gonna go he's like he shuts the guy's door and He's like then he, he, anyway yeah it's weird his daughter he does not understand his daughter his wife is very often embarrassed ex-wife. by him uh, sorry sorry ex-wife yes and very obviously an ex-wife it's just there's nothing going right in this guy's life nothing in nick cage's life until he gets an invite for a million dollars to attend a birthday party for a very
2: very wealthy javi do you think if I scraped up a million dollars, Nick Cage would hang out with me for a couple of days? I think there's a good chance. I think he'd do it for 500k. I think he'd twenty thousand in a statue of Castor Troy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably, probably, um, yeah. So that's the kind of movie you're getting into, and a movie like this in 2005, like around the time of what's the what's the first um, Sasha Baron Cohen where he's being ridiculous? Borat what around the first time of the, like borat like this movie would this movie would have done just obscene amounts of like the same time like that that was the same couple of years as um t like world team police team world, world police, america team police whatever yeah 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 like people flocked to that one because it was so fucking ridiculous yep. you know people people flocked to both those movies and i'm i'm wondering what's changed in movie-going audience, I mean, of course, 15 years in COVID has changed, but like this movie 20 years ago would have just, it would have been, right now, we'd be sitting at 90 million plus. Maybe 100 or 110 for this movie so far. But Nick Cage also wouldn't have been Nick Cage's, I mean, he was not quite yet that guy that the movie would have made sense on.
2: Just give so. me one of these starring John Travolta, and I'm here for it.
0: What would the John Travolta one be about?
2: Uh, Hopefully be- about Pulp Fiction. Face off and pulp and the other part of face off. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. Oh my goodness, I'm
2: surprised
1: he did a special appearance or something. So oh, Nick Cage,
2: yeah. the week before this movie came out, did an Ask Me Anything on Reddit, and it's yep. Chris. I think Chris, you did take a look at it, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's dude. It's revealing and like yeah. good.
1: He's so a, he's a pretty humble dude. He like, is you know, honestly little, like, like as you go through it all and stuff. So yeah,
2: I I recommend anybody who's a Reddit user to check that out. So Mm -hmm. he talks, legitimately talks about movies that he loves, that he's done, stuff that he actually just likes to watch too, which is also very revealing for people, which is something they talk about in this movie quite a bit, you know, movies like, what's your favorite? He's like, I can't just pick one. He's like, it's got to be top three, top five even, (laughs) you know, just total cinema nerd style, which is, you know, respectable, I think so. Um, And Nick Cage being self-aware I think really helps this movie out because it is funny and some of it's got to be real life. But you can tell he had a good time with this movie. It seems to me that everybody in this movie had a good time with it. Like the chemistry between him and Pedro Pascal as Javi is great. Like I bet you those dudes got blasted drunk every day and just had a hell of a good time, (laughs) right? They They just got hammered in some Spanish villa and just accidentally made a movie. Is what it sounds like to me, it could Nick. Be. You still got that script? Yeah, man. You want to check it out? <laughs> cool. We can shoot that in five days.
0: <laughs> I actually love that scene at the pool where he's Nick Kay's out there, and he's like, he's like a I don't even he's like a he's like a, he's like a teenage schoolgirl like meeting her crush, mm-hmm. um, Javi Javi is, and he's like he's like oh did you say something in the case like no I, I didn't say anything he goes, oh on that same note did you happen to read my script <laughs> it's just so awkward and i love it i love it and as, as, as a psa that guy is joel on one of the most serious stories going to be told on tv in a long time so just
2: fyi that's joel no? how about their love for
1: paddington 2 <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god i was gonna ask so, I, so. I couldn't um, wait to ask that Rod. Damn it. I had that written down too. Confession, I've never seen Paddington 2. Is it well, really a tearjerker like that? Well, like, I don't well, we didn't talk so, about it because Roger didn't want so, to talk about Paddington 2.
2: There is an episode the week before Paddington <laughs> ends out that ends with me going, I really don't fucking want to watch Paddington 2, so we never <laughs> did. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I remember very vividly.
0: I say, "So next week we're we're gonna, we're going to talk about da and Paddington 2." And Roger just out of nowhere goes, "We are not talking about Paddington 2." <laughs> like of all the of all the awful movies we watch, Paddington 2? Like, why? We never
1: Roger, do you not want to watch Paddington 2 just a little bit? I have seen Paddington 2. Thank you. Oh, all
2: right. Um, one thing about Paddington 2, it's an incredible movie. And, oh, uh, no.
1: Is it really? It, it has it a
2: is. 99% on Rotten Tomatoes with oh an audience God. score of 87%. <laughs> oh Paddington 2 is beloved.
0: <laughs> Roger just wow. really didn't want to talk about that movie. So we didn't. Like, we legit. I mean, it doesn't really too. fit our audience, to be honest. Missed, but No, it doesn't. But... It just feels like a miss, man. Jeez. No. No, it doesn't. Lots <laughs> <laughs> well, of Roger it doesn't. That's
2: for damn sure. But yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, Chris what
0: did you, Chris and Rod, tell me what you guys really loved about this movie because I think you guys were beating the drum for this movie more than I was.
2: I mean, I think the comedy hits on this
1: movie. It does. Like, yeah. even
2: the tropey comedy, like the weird, less, like, you should have a car-driving uh, car scene after they do drugs, and then it's just, like, them immediately tripping ass, and doing, like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, it's so over the top, but, like I, like, I belly laugh for that. Or when he's super paranoid and they're sitting on the bench yeah. and he keeps looking over, he's like, do a fake laugh or something. He's like, ah, ha, 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 like a
1: wild man, <laughs> like like a like terrifying kind of laugh. Yeah. Well, yeah, and
2: the, immediately following that scene is the scene from the trailer where like they take off running and he mm-hmm. jumps to like climb over the wall. Yep. Obviously can't climb over the wall and they like, circles around. But if you pay attention, like that whole scene when they circle around, they go like fifty feet away from these people. Like they go in a complete circle away from the people they were running at who aren't chasing them by any means or just <laughs> high on ass. So, <laughs> like those little things I think are so clever and so funny. It just it yeah. just works.
1: It just so really like, works. I don't Like the thing I really liked about it, I, I liked a lot of the tongue in cheek humor. I I loved how self aware it was. I mean it really did make the comedy land better and it, and it it made all the the eye really transitions between you know plot to plot to plot. It made them bearable because any other like if they tried to do that without being self aware and poking fun at it while they were doing it the whole time, it would have been a it would have been a shit movie. But they even made the comment about how like how the movie just you know our scripts is going to escalate and escalate. It's going to go from this character driven piece and then turn into this car chase and a kidnapping and a big shot at the end you know hollywood screws up everything and that's exactly what the movie becomes so even that it's just like i don't know i thought it was i thought it was brilliant i i I had a really good time and i I don't belly laugh at movies and i there's multiple jokes that land so well that i laughed in the theater it was great
2: one thing that i thought hit really well that i wasn't surprised because i thought the uh the whole him going across the balcony while his legs were like it was body's going numb thing. I thought that was kind of lame, but the mm-hmm. way they closed that scene with him like passed out and she screams action into his yeah. microphone and he snaps awake for a half a second to just yep. inject himself with the antidote. Like <laughs> I thought that was clever
1: and hilarious. It was very rock, right? Yeah. We'll, yeah,
0: There are a lot of Cage movies. There, all most of his oh, movies yeah. were, like his his like pre two thousand. Like 2004 mm-hmm. movies were referenced in this one, which is what I appreciate, of course. But
1: when, um, when he touched his forehead after that 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 thing that he, like, you know, that knocks him out or whatever, like, when he just barely touches his forehead, I even, like, in the theater thinking, thinking I think oh, I just touched oh, my oh, forehead.
2: No. Wait, did you or didn't you? <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know. I, 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 I don't
2: know. <laughs> uh, yep. I, had
1: a, I had such a good time with this movie.
0: Yeah, it's, a, it's one of those things that it just worked. Like, all the. Yep. All the insane stuff—it just comes together to make a great, a great time. Like, for example, I mean, I knew I was gonna love this, so like, I bought myself a popcorn. I had a soda. I just, I—it was that kind of movie for me, and I, I think having those things actually made it a better experience because I was just having a good time. What I mean, it was just to me, it was just one of those movies that like you gotta have popcorn, you gotta have a drink, and just—I mean, I don't know if you guys did that, Roger. I'm sure you had your, you know, your, your traditional. Almost. Large cherry curcol or, or large diet something whatever. Large but. cherry zero baby. Large cherry I zero.
1: I smuggled in a, a zero sugar A and W and a bag of beef jerky. But yeah, there you go.
0: Ooh, beef jerky <laughs> so good. Oh my goodness. Mm. Speaking of things being smuggled in, you would not believe some of the shit I found in my day working at movie theaters. Smuggle like, how do people smuggle in a large pizza? I don't get it.
1: How does a family How does a family smuggle in a whole cooler full of pop and
2: chips?
0: Oh, all the time. I, I think they come in the exit doors, and no one, and there's no one rats them out. But you can't do that
2: there. stuff now. All the exit doors are like shut. So yeah, they're like bolted. Um, it happened to mm-hmm. me two weeks ago. So
0: also, one of the things yeah. I found one time was a uh, someone had I don't know how I was I was, I was I was like a seventeen, so it was like two thousand two. Someone had snuck in a, a like a seven foot long sub from Subway, and him and his friends were eating it, and I saw them.
2: I'm like, how'd awesome. you get that past the
0: They're hey, like, don't worry Django, about it. Django jeans, baby. You could fit in a Junko Jean. Yeah.
2: A two liter of pop in one and <laughs> like six yep. cheeseburgers in the other front pocket.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I yeah mean, this is
2: coming from somebody who has 100% drank alcohol in a movie theater as I worked at a movie theater. So, spoiler. <laughs> you did. You know, I know what you can and can't get into uh, movie theaters. But I also just walked in the back door with my keys. Yeah, with beers. <laughs> there you go. Those, that's, that's what I expect from them. What are they going to do? Fucking fire me? <laughs> don't work there. There's so much. I probably still have a key to that place.
0: I'm sure you Look. do. I'm sure they haven't changed the locks at all, though. Either given, given, given that building. Oh um,
2: no, hell no! I bet you they haven't. No, they definitely have
0: not. Um, so what I wanted to so like the the whole thing with the script with. So they, I mean, everything ends up kind of being true with all their paranoia and there is like a plot to you know they, they are uncovering the kidnapping a
2: plot. plot we circle back to.
0: Yeah which is you know very strange but I, I do how like how that kind of that came back into play and we kind of got the full view circle the full circle view of that although that was pretty interesting um, and but then again they made it it wasn't they made it kind of like a lot of Nick Cage's movies in the 90s it was very unbelievable but still like in the realm, kind of okay, I accept that. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like, I mean, Con Air, The Rock, like oh, those movies are just that wouldn't happen ever. But in a movie, it's okay. I mean, especially Con Air. I haven't just watched that. That movie is fucking crazy. But I mean, mm-hmm. the, the movie, this movie is no different. You know, I mean, that's the whole thing with like that's what they were trying to, that's what they were trying to capture is those, those late nineties Nick Cage movies that everyone just loves yeah. and holds in such high esteem. Ah, Chris,
1: you, you haven't seen Con Air, though, have you, Chris? Uh Con Air is one of my guilty pleasures. I love. Con okay, Air. so
0: okay, you love. Okay, I, okay, okay. I thought Con, Con Air to one. me
1: is also like is a, like the same battleground as Forrest Gump, and I and, and only in the respect of if I flip through the channels and I come across Conair or Forrest Always. Gump, those things stay on from wherever they're at until they're finished. Well, I just Doesn't bought it on what I am uh, doing. I, I just What's bought it name? for
0: 4.99 on, on my iTunes account, so I have that on my phone. But I, I love that movie.
1: You're one of six people that paid for Conair.
0: <laughs> what do you, you, you mean? How else are you gonna get it, Roger? I don't. I don't want to. You I don't paid for anything. a movie. Right, there <laughs> we go. There we go. <laughs> What's that there like? We there we go. Allegedly. Oh. <laughs> Allegedly, yeah. We just talk about box office not being enough, and you're talking about ripping movies off. Okay. Allegedly, anyway.
1: Allegedly.
2: I mean, I just talked about breaking into a movie theater, drinking beer. So I don't. Um, the, who's the really the thing you know the good old days what do you guys
0: <laughs> not like about this movie I, I i challenge you to 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 pick out a thing or two of what you didn't like
2: um i don't know like i did mention already though that some of the tropey stuff kind of does get old like they do like a lot of weird action movie tropes which is kind of funny but it kind of grates on me after a while i did love the whole um the whole here's my like throne room to nick cage thing but we saw that in the trailer i think the one of the real problems that this movie does have is some of the funny stuff really is in the trailer and it kind of hurts it a little bit so there's yeah, that yeah. so i like the fun gunfight at the end though that wasn't half bad yeah it wasn't
0: bad at all um i mean, do you, what, chris what do you think about the trophy things i didn't so, think i mean <laughs> it
1: was too bad Again, I think it learned to pass on a lot of his tropey things. Um, the thing I guess the only thing I really had a problem with was I actually didn't like the the escalation to like the meeting up to like you know with him in the makeup and shit like again that like that point was so eye-rolly that it worked you know that it even like had a chance to work. I didn't like that part. I had a really hard time buying that. I thought they could have been something a little more interesting. To like get you know get the kids out but it ended up being very like you said 90s action movie style where like it's just a big shootout and a car chase afterwards so I guess it works in the end but I think that that whole setup was the only really thing and I don't know I think other than that I had a decent time with it you know predictable characters in the CIA stuff got a little eye rolly but. I don't know. It's worth it for the ride. I, mean, go
2: I did on. appreciate how all the CIA intel was just absolutely dog shit. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: <laughs> yep,
2: just terrible. But whatever. <laughs> I don't know, Grace. Yeah. What about you? Anything really?
0: I liked so much of it. I, I, I guess there was not much I didn't like about. It, but I mean, I'm very accepting of movies like this. Again, I, anything trying to emulate a late '90s movie, I'm just going to give. Everything a pass on because I love that time period, but there was a lot of things that I'm not quite sure worked. Um, maybe I and I'm and I know, dare I say, maybe it went a little too heavy on the knows what it is type of sure making that like maybe it was too self aware of what it was trying to be. And I guess when I guess there is something, is too much of that because it was kind of a little crazy at times.
1: Yeah, but that's like isn't that kind of like saying you know this coffee house has too much coffee in it? Cause like, cause th- that's what makes the movie work though. Because without it, the movie is an eye rolling disaster that you see everything coming from a mile away. At least this way, you know they almost bought almost buy themselves out of that being like you know a, a a negative of the movie. Whereas you know, and if I think if you have to have too much of that thing that makes it work. I think that's an acceptable price to pay to watch a decent movie instead of a bad movie that you're sure. ready to get out of.
0: I get that. I get that. Because in any other um,
1: form, the, the script that we got doesn't work unless, like, you know, they take a serious tone with it or they rewrite a lot of the things that happen to make to to make it to where you're able to suspend your disbelief not as hard. Whereas with how they do it, it's just Nick Cage doing some crazy ass Nick Cage shit that you imagine Nick yeah! Cage probably does in his fifties. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it. Love it.
1: How long did he hold out? Give me an
2: entire movie about Nicky Cage. <laughs>
1: How long did he hold out? The Nick... Like, it was just... It was obscenely <laughs> long. Yeah, it was out. like
2: 30 seconds. just Both
1: ah! times.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful.
0: Yeah. What did you think of the length of the movie? Perfect. <sighs>
1: Maybe I'm ten loose. minutes off somewhere, but other than that, yeah, it was it, it. I was just about to get bored when it finally like gets to the point where like it cuts to like the last five minutes in the movie. Well, so, you like, see,
0: right, this so this is what we always talk about. At least Roger and I used to talk about a lot in the past with uh, before your time on the show, Chris, about fun matters. Yeah. You know fun in a movie has to matter sometimes, and I think if you take yeah. that f- if you take that fun element out of this movie and you try to make it a little more serious like you just said, this movie gets a lot worse a lot faster mm-hmm. so but like again, that kind of self-aware fun movie it's okay in this type of thing. Do I want to see another one of these about another actor in, in four months? No, I don't. No, but a but, couple
2: of years down the road, though, I might be interested in something like
0: that. Yeah, maybe maybe something. I th- I mean, I could see something for, like for Russell Crowe. I mean, in, in, in all seriousness, like Russell Crowe, who was, you know, in the early 2000s, probably the best physical male actor in Hollywood. Now he's a joke. Like he's fat, he's overweight, he can't get a role to save his life. You know what I mean? Like I could almost see one Russell Crowe does one of these, just to try to help his persona. I mean, there are a couple of actors I could see that would really. I mean. I would say Keanu, but he kind of already does it.
1: Yeah, That's what i to say Keanu just does. <laughs> that man is a
2: god. You leave him alone. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. I mean,
1: I I feel like you. I feel like you could get Brad Pitt to do one of these two, and it and it'd be good, just because he's done so many different roles over time. No, he's Brad Brad
2: fucking awesome. Yeah,
0: Brad, I, 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 Brad Pitt I, I can see good. too, though. About, but mm-hmm. he's always gonna have long flowing hair. He's always gonna yeah. have. <laughs> you know, he sometimes just takes a. He stops and just like let's his hair just like flow in the wind and the sunshine yeah yeah, yeah. and then he and then he resumes the, the, the chase of course um mm-hmm. yeah i could see one about Brad Pitt i could see mm-hmm. you know there're not too many actors i could see this though i mean i, I think could, Tom Cruise works too whatever, yeah like yeah yeah earlier. definitely
1: guys that are guys that are big enough and known enough but have just uh, they've been around for a long time this like this kind of movie really like like could fit for
0: and maybe like, um, Sigourney, like Sigourney Weaver might be able to pull one of these oh, off yeah. if she does it right Um, you know, but there are some actors too, that like Johnny Depp might be able to do one of these.
1: Johnny Depp's too weird though, isn't he? Like to, isn't that the point? He's the perfect amount of weird. (laughs) I mean, true. All of his roles kind of like fall in that category, at least from like, what, like the last, you know, 12 years, you know what I mean? He's kind of been like the same style of role since.
0: Well, pirates marked, you know, pirates at the beginning of that, I think for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah no definitely you're not wrong about that Pirates is definitely the beginning of the Johnny Depp era of kind of the weird kind of he's playing, he's, playing,
1: he's, playing he's a cartoon kinda, character outside of a cartoon yeah
0: he's kind of drunk all the time kind of not kind of you know kind of on cocaine all the time kind of not yeah that, that kind of <laughs> character
1: um,
0: yeah no I could definitely see him doing it but there are a couple but I I, mean, I think Nick Cage was a, a a perfect choice for this you know I we always talk about casting choices I think Nick Cage was perfectly chosen for this one
2: yeah it's weird that Nick Cage is perfect in a movie about Nick Cage starring Nick Cage. It's fun. Well, I'm shocked
0: because my 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 whole thing about I'm not quite sure I like Nick Cage, but I love everything he's in. So I mean, this movie's it's it, it's it's either a wash or I love it. One of the two. It's not I, I hate it. Okay. Well this, one,
1: well, this one was good.
0: Yeah. This yes. one was it was it was a pleasant surprise. You know, I was, I was happy that you guys I mean, haven't
2: watched
1: Willie's Wonderland. Have you? No. That's, Dude, that's
2: that's fun fun enough. matters
1: though. It really does. I was ready to be terribly unimpressed by this movie, but it ended up being.
0: Well, I was ready to be. I was ready to be. Oh, I saw that in the trailer. Oh, I saw that in the trailer. Oh, I saw that in the trailer. That's what I was ready for. And there 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 is a lot of that, though. Yeah, but there are some. They do throw some zingers at you that aren't in the trailer. Sure. Like, I mean, when they jump off the cliff and he's just like, I could have hey. died. And he's just so mad. And the other guy's like, no, ah! I,
2: care. I think that's where
1: I laughed the most was when he jumped off the cliff.
2: <laughs> I mean, they fell for like 20 seconds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I,
2: th- I assume that they were a quarter mile up.
0: <laughs> yeah. But again, that's the magic of editing for you, baby, right there. SM- looked real baby. good. Mm. So well, let's, let's let's move it to the realm of scoring this then. Yeah. Okay. Let's move a little oh, closer to
1: that.
2: Who wants to go first?
1: I'll go first. Okay. So, the unbearable weight of massive talent was a pleasant surprise in a movie that could have been really, really bad. Ended up being pretty damn good. Uh, com- it's better than a lot of comedies that I go to see, uh, funny wise. Like the amount of like you know laughter it got out of me. Um, it's got a brilliant actor in it playing the lead role, and with a with a fantastic supporting cast. This this movie is like an eight out of ten. I had a an really eight? good time with Holy this movie. Shit. Yeah, I had a really good time with this movie. I liked it. I didn't think I would, and I was smiling and laughing the whole time. So, yeah, this is an eight for me.
2: Well, that's good. I don't. Um, I don't. I'll, I'll go next. I don't know if it's an eight, but listen, it's fun. It's a good time. I enjoyed it. It's like a six. Mm-hmm. Um, I will absolutely recommend this movie to everybody. Um. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a bunch of people I tell to watch this and be like, this movie is so fucking stupid. <laughs> and I'd be yeah, like, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just, just because that's how things work in my brain. Oh, yeah. Um But yeah, this movie it's it's pretty good. I think it's like a six.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I you know, I'm gonna go I'm I'm kind of with Chris on this one. It's Ooh. I've I've kind of gone to a, towards an eight on this one. I what enjoyed this. I enjoy this movie so but, but there's, I think there's a little more to it than because this movie achieves what so many movies try and want to achieve, but just don't. I mean, it's the same, it's the same reason why we love starship troopers. It's just mm-hmm. awesome. You yeah. know, like well, so, there's, there's the awesome factor that the same factor that like there's the cool, there's the funny and fun factor here, mm-hmm. you know, it's so, just like, it works.
1: I don't know. My, my thing on this movie is, I can't think of any movie that's like this movie. Sure. So, I it, it does it it stands out. And I don't know, I just I feel like it's it's good enough to stand out with a high score. I like this one.
2: No, hey. That's totally fine.
0: I agree. Yeah, I I think it's well deserved. The eight, I didn't expect to give it an 8. I did not I... expect to give this movie an 8.
1: I was leading so hard, but you're happy seven, you did, right? I'm yeah, very happy yeah. I
0: did. I enjoyed myself immensely, and this might be yeah. my favorite movie-going experience of 2022 so far.
1: I mean, I, I was lead- Ooh, I don't know, man. Batman was really good. <laughs> well, see, Batman. I'm just I mean, different you style got, movie, though, right? You, 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 yeah. Very different, and you
0: guys are way more into the comic book stuff than true. I am. So true, true. Uh, but I, I, I like clever, quirky stuff like this. That's kind of its own thing. It just worked. It, it was it, weird. It, again, it just. I hate to say that phrase. It just works. It's 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 like saying it is what it is because it doesn't make any sense. But it just it is
2: what it is. The
1: funniest thing about this movie is that I know for a fact, as much as I enjoyed it, and as much as we all you know enjoyed it, if my wife would have went with me to see this movie, she would have fucking hated it. She would, have, <laughs> she would have looked at me and said, "I want to go," and we and I wouldn't have been able to watch the whole movie the first time around. I know it. I, I had to go
2: home.
1: <laughs> what are you, my what are you mom gonna squirt, it, Chris?
2: Have to leave.
1: What are you gonna squirt, Chris? I don't fucking know. I see it all. It, like, uh, that would have been my response. I
0: hate but, this
1: place. Yeah, I hate wait, all of Why?
0: Why do you think your wife wouldn't have liked this? She may have liked
1: it. This kind of humor does not land with her at all. So I can see like
0: very, the very like self indulgent, wrapped up in one actor humor.
1: She would have left the second he held up the Nick fucking cage. She would have been gone. She would have got up without me and went home and told me to walk home.
2: (laughs) And you've been like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Yep. I have no rebuttal for this.
1: So I, I can see when like Rogers, you know, when Roger says, you know, someone might say, you know, that movie sucked. You know, I, so- I know
2: I understand why somebody would say it. I really oh, do. Yeah. It's just absolutely this movie's not gonna be for everybody, but like for a group of people like us who like movies, um, it's just it's too it hits the nail too far on the head for it to be bad. So yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm I'm good with it. I'm really yeah, good with
1: me it. Me too. Me
0: too. Well good. That's
2: I mean it's important.
0: Um, again, I, I think this movie's scored is going to, it's, it deserves more than an 87. I think it deserves probably about like a 92 on the tomato meter, but I'll take it. 87 is not bad.
1: I think um, 80 and higher is good for this movie because about 20% of people I really believe is going to go, this movie sucks because of the way the comedy doesn't land with everybody the same way. You know what I mean? 80 is good. I think the movie deserves more money than it made. It's very sad to me the amount of money this thing did not. well have. it's
0: it's it's criminal the The attention it's getting is not a
1: ton i know,
0: you know yeah. that's and that's the
1: criminal part of it yep this movie deserves more money than it made I But think we also live in we
0: also live more. in that age where like i mean this is guaranteed to be on you, i mean I, I don't know probably hbo max or netflix but like one of the what is is what is it it's may early may by mid or late june this is guaranteed to be on a streaming service so I mean I can understand you saying I'll sure. wait for it, yep. But you're right though. I know, Roger. I think you said one of these. This has a, a very long life on a very long and healthy I, life. I think on so.
2: I, I really do. I think it will. Because I I, I, I could
0: see like a couple of friends getting together and just watching this like over and over again with like you know drinking some beers. And <laughs> it's like when well, I just with. kept
2: telling everybody how awesome Palm Springs was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, Palm Springs is a ten, dude. Palm Springs is oh Palm Springs, dang. Palm Springs is great. All right, gentlemen, this has been episode 276A of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning and five, Friday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. I said iTunes, Apple Music again. Sorry, changed that. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell 1. I am at Rod Stilean.
1: I'm Christopher Bond.
0: Don't ah, Christopher I'm Holmes. Nick fucking Cage! <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always posting things there. And send us an email to For the Love of Cinema podcast at gmail.com And next week, we're taking a look at The Bad Guys and Memory with Liam Neeson.